Welcome back to the Flex of Gold podcast. I'm here with James, my brother, and we are, it's like 108. That's kind of the funny gag is like whenever we record an episode together, it's right before we're about to go to bed. And yeah, so it's 108 right now. I just completed day one of 75 hard, which is kind of cool. It's like a physical training thing. I made a post about it on LinkedIn and I'm going to share it on Instagram and stuff as well. But wanted to, I don't know, I just had this thought come to mind as I was like kind of preparing to go to bed, you know, finally. It's like like about expectation and like how God, God's expectations are of, of us are like so different. At least it's like the day-to-day and that other thing. And sometimes we're just so stinking hard on ourselves. And so I've been so guilty of this. You know, we, we beat ourselves up because we aren't creating, because we aren't reaching out to people or because we aren't reading our scriptures. And the Lord will never be upset at us for not doing those things. You know, he wants us to have those blessings. He'll make, I love, I don't know. I love the thought. I'm not quite sure how completely correct it is, but it's like the Lord will try, try to do anything he can to like give us blessings. Like, he'll like, like, oh, look, you did that, you know, and he'll bless us as bountifully as we, as he can, you know, as we're willing to receive it. You know, I mean, Malachi 3, 8 to 10 talks about like how the Lord will pour out a blessing that shall not be room enough to receive it. That's what he wants to do. The question is, are we, are we letting him do that? And so this verse goes along perfectly with it. Uh, we'll just have Jamesy boy read it. So 112.10, Doctrine and Covenants 112.10. Be thou humble, and the Lord thy God shall lead thee by the hand and give the answer to thy prayers. Ooh, that's a hymn. Yeah, so it's a hymn. It's a, I'm trying to remember the hymn number, 131 maybe. It's a good, good uh, verse and yeah, we should maybe we should open up that hymn super quick. Oh no, we're doing this on the fly. Oh no, do you want to open it up super quick? Oh no, we're on the fly. We're on the air. Yeah, so I guess but while James is pointing that up, one thing that really just stands out to me is like it doesn't say like, hey, like read your scriptures every day perfectly or or do this and then God will answer your prayers. It's like, hey, just stay humble and be 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 willing to be taught, be willing to be open to things. 130. Oh, it's 130. Okay, cool. Me, though. No, we're not going to do that. Um, I'll just read the second verse because the... the. I mean, we'll just read the whole thing. Why not? How about I'll read verse uh, 1 and you read verse 2. Is that chill? Yeah. It says, Calmly, Be thou humble in thy weakness, and the Lord thy God shall lead thee shall lead thee by the hand and give the answer to thy prayers. Be thou humble in thy pleading, and the Lord thy God shall bless thee, shall bless thee with a sweet and calm assurance that he cares. Wow. I mean, this definitely goes along with previous episodes, recent episodes about like peace, like trusting the Lord's peace, like how that's like, that doesn't mean like everything's gonna work out exactly how you want it, but it means that God's already figured it out. Like if he's given you peace concerning a situation, like Doctrine Covenant 616. All right, good stuff, right? James? Be thou humble in thy calling, and the Lord thy God shall teach thee to serve his children gladly with a pure and gentle love. Be thou humble in thy longing, and the Lord thy God shall take thee, shall take thee home at last to ever dwell with him above. Ooh, ooh, yeah, that that last line. Be humble in your longing, and the Lord is going to take you home at last to dwell with him above. It's like, it's like, be still my soul. It's like that song a lot, too. It's like, all bright and mysterious, all now mysterious will be bright at last. So eventually, it's all going to make perfect sense. 
you know, first Corinthians 13, 12 says the same thing. Like we see through glass darkly, but we will see it face to face. And yeah, there's just beautiful stuff there. What, what comes to your mind, James? Um, yeah, I just like, I think in our lives, there's a lot of things that we may long for. When I was in, uh, choir in high school, we sing a song called longing. So I think about that song. I can't quite remember all the lyrics, but it was, it's, it like very, there's something very powerful about longing. It's not just something that you kind of want or maybe like you really want like as a kid you really want to get that really cool toy like longing is something that has a lot of passion behind it and like a desire um for something and i think to have that hope for a better like a better day tomorrow and a brighter future can be like that longing and enduring to the end and as you do so when god comes you're gonna know him and you're gonna be like him and he's gonna take you home Hmm. So let's go back to that last thing you just said. So like in in your longing, you'll know the Lord like when he comes to you and that he's going to take you home. Like do you want to like kind of elaborate on that? Like answer prayer or is that that's kind of what you're you're saying? It's like just kind of the first line or or whatever the line is that the Lord's going to lead you and guide you to your prayers. Your longing will be like all worth it. Yeah, I think it goes to the scripture, like, that even if you have a desire to believe, let that desire work within you. And it's a longing for God. It's it's not like a worldly, like, longing or worldly desire. It's a longing for things that are holy and things that are of a higher and holier path, I guess. And it's like a desire to become more like God and to walk with God, I think, Enoch is a really good example in talking with God and walking with him and his whole civilization. They're all taken up to be with God because they had that desire to be with God and to serve him. Okay, this is good stuff. I I appreciate you sharing this and just jumping in the cuff because we jumping in the cuff isn't really the right word. But, you know, we just kind of jumped in. I was like, I had this thought, let's just go for it. And so we are. But like I, I thought of that line, there's like a scripture, and I can't even remind, remember it. I think it's somewhere in Isaiah, and I'll uh, I'll definitely attribute it in the show notes for those scripture chasers. You gotta gotta find those gems and stuff, you know. Like uh, how the Lord says, "I am able to make you holy. I am able to make you holy." Like that's that is crazy. The question, well, it's not crazy, but it's like it's real. Like that's, that's crazy, beautiful. You know, I, I've seen people on my mission who literally did make transformation, like bigger than any kind of transformation from any like self-help plan or even 75 hard or whatever, you know, because when the Lord changes you, it's a, it's a real like change and it happens inward. And then we change outward, you know, he changes our hearts and we're like, Oh, whoa. Now, all of a sudden, everything looks different. You know, I was reading from the talk for Floor Last Door a little bit today, and one one beautiful quote that Elder uh, Uchtdorf provides is this one quote from the book, The Little Prince, I think. And at one point it says, anything essential is invisible to the eyes, and one can only see clearly with the heart. And for me, that's just like, it makes 
a lot of sense. You know, that's what the Lord wants us to do. He wants us to pull a First Samuel sixteen seven and not look on the outward appearance of an opportunity or of an experience or of something like that. It's like, yes, there's money. Dallin, I can give you money. James, I can like I, I money's not the problem. The question is, do you trust me? Because if you trust me, then all this is going to work so much better for you. And you don't even need to understand how much better, you know, I had a number of jobs from last year. I was like hoping to get and some that paid pretty well and they all fell through. And with one is like second interview, I was like, they're, they're you know, like clearly there it's not, there's some reason. And I'm like, heavenly father, I need money. Like, but what he's really done for me is he's helped me to love my life unconditionally, like without money. And that's a really beautiful thing. Like over the last couple of months, I've just been running and writing a lot and just really focusing on those two things. And also scripture study out the wazoo and temple and stuff. And that's really helped me just have so much expectation and love and not necessarily expectation. I just say confidence and waiting on him and proactively moving with him. And that's just leading to a lot of beautiful things. So he's definitely leading me by the hand. He's giving me answer to my prayers. He's leading me where I need to go. But yeah, dude, like he's able to make you holy. Trust that he's able to do that because he is and it takes time. But the Lord has all the patience in the world for us. Yeah, it's true. Um, I was just thinking about a scripture. It's funny because... We went to cookout, and then the scripture was just on my cup, like, that I had my shake in. And it's Psalms uh, 118, verse 24, and it says, This is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. And I think um, taking every day... Um, that God has given us as a gift and being glad in that and um, just enjoying like your day, seeing the things that make you happy. I think and praying with gratitude, there's been times where I've prayed and just been like, hey, you know, like that, that like uh, salad that i had like that was super good like that was awesome nothing like a bomb salad dude that was so good or like that shake that was so good and just like realizing there's these little tiny things like the little wonders in life the tender mercies or those little like uh memories that can be so amazing like i really love those little things uh that can hold a lot of memory and power and um, and I think just having joy and choosing to be joyful, like it says, like the apostles say, regardless of what's happening or not happening in your life, going f- from failure to failure with optimism and going forward with optimism. Because you're going to learn so much more from failing and especially you failing like for yourself. Even like seeing someone else fail, sometimes that really doesn't set in. But you failing, you're able to learn so much from that and become so much better. It's like the difference between you and the expert is the expert's failed so many more times. So like, don't be afraid of failure. Yeah, this is a, this is a daily thing. And it's like, be thou humble in the Lord. Like the Lord is available 24-7. You know, it's not like, you know, 
the Lord is not going to answer your prayers or something like that, you know, for any particular, you know, it's, it's obviously like we need to, we need to nurture that connection. That, that is something we need to do. If we spend, you know, if I all of a sudden just started binging TikTok or I delete TikTok a while ago, you obviously need to make your own choice. I deleted it a while ago. I, it was just way too loud for me. And I'm like, I was like the first thought I had, I was like, this is way too loud. And I even made some content on there for a little bit. And I got like 45 followers. I'm like, why am I really doing this? Is this really helping me? And the answer was obviously no. But like, like, uh, yeah, you just need to make make that choice, make that decision and and stick with it because your peace of mind is not worth some kind of earthly treasure you know like there's like that scripture that says what what is a man if he gains the world but loses his soul it's like um yeah i'm with that guy like let's how about we actually hold on to our soul please so you know that's it's gonna be different for everybody but when you treasure those things that aren't going to change, like Heavenly Father wanting to help you out, you know, I've just seen it so many times where the Lord's even reached out to me through video games. You know, I like one of my most powerful spiritual experiences happened while playing a video game. Like I felt like the Lord really like super reached out to me and he's done that to me through multiple things. Like I can help you with this and I care that you care about this, but there's so much more so much more that you don't even comprehend right now down like so much more and i've learned that and it sounds so dumb but I'll, I'll so there's this game called pokemon rumble world on the 3ds so it's like a free game you could play it and there's like different stuff every day and i i played it for a decent amount of time and i'm trying to remember the timeline pretty sure it was before the mission so you know it, it, but I, I had a good time with the game and I remember like getting kind of stuck and being so frustrated because it gets to the point where you really need to do super well. And I was trying to find this one Pokemon or something like that. And I was like, I don't know if I like got to praying, but I was just like, I really want to like make this happen. Like, and then it worked out and I was like, yeah. So I was like, yo, I was so jazzed about it. I was so happy and joyful inside. I was like, thank you, Heavenly Father. Like, you know, and that game, I you know, I deleted it a while ago after I realized, yeah, this is kind of a waste of time. But it was fun, you know. It served a purpose, and with the Lord leading you by the hand, like this is a this is a gradual process. That's why the Flux of Gold podcast it's like one one episode at a time, and some of the episodes maybe won't hit, but hopefully, some of them will. And I'm doing what I can to stay in the loop and try to stay as close to the source as possible. The Lord's the source, man. I had this thought come to mind, expectations and thoughts and whatever, and so we're, we're rolling with it. But yeah, the Lord cares so much about what you're doing and where you're going and even what you're thinking right now, you know, just he, he wants to strengthen you. And, and for me, you know, remembering some of these grateful moments, like memory can be one of our most powerful allies. I was talking with a friend recently about this, like be so powerful and sometimes those moments are like really just think of like one of the most wonderful moments or memories you can possibly think of. I, I really believe that that moment is not something that was meant to only be enjoyed once. You can write it down. You can make a podcast about it. You can, you can even just tell somebody about it because when we speak those things again, we, we remember those things. We relive them and 
there's there's a real power to that that's possible like even just sharing your testimony if you know obviously in when as the spirit directs and whatever but like just writing your testimony to yourself i mean that's something i've been doing a lot is i just bear my testimony to myself all the time and usually it's just over recording to my podcast for posterity thing and you know i just usually just like i know the lord's looking out for me i know he's trying to help me out and you just gotta be patient and putting in that work and those reps that will help you to better understand the Lord and how he's trying to lead you and how he's, excuse me, answering your prayers. Yeah. We're kind of going a little longer, but James, do you have any other thoughts? I know you've been kind of just bouncing around different scriptures. Yeah. I was looking for a scripture. This scripture comes to my mind like all the time. It's, and I, I couldn't quite remember the reference, but second Nephi nine fifty one. And it also references that same type of idea in Isaiah 55 too. Um, But it says, Wherefore do you do not spend money for that which is is of no worth, nor your labor for that which cannot satisfy. And so many people have like quoted this in conference talks and stuff. And like in Isaiah, they say, Wherefore do you spend money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which satisfieth not? So it's really interesting. It's like when we're talking about how we're spending our time. And I was watching a thing um, about someone who's working in animation and stuff, because that's what I'm going into. And they were talking about they're all like a little bit older. And they're talking about before social media and how it's so crazy how people feel like obligated to it. Like people, they they talked about how they saw someone, a really talented like artist and they left Twitter, Instagram or something for a week or so. And then they came back and like, hey guys, I'm so sorry. Like I haven't been delivering content to you. (laughs) And like, they're just like, dude, like just like live life. And like life happens outside of your computer and outside of like the phone. So it's like the way, the reasons why those things um, were created, at least the good reasons why is so they can connect with people like across the world and share the gospel of people across the world and grow and meet tons of people and come to know God's children better. Um, But you can become uh, a slave to that sometimes and feel like you have to be constantly delivering and they were talking about where when it was first starting it was kind of any way of posting your art online was basically just like your blog and someone could only find that if you gave them a link to your blog or if some like super cool person like found your blog and shared it on their blog (laughs) so it's really interesting seeing how because sometimes we look at social media or other things as this is it's like this constant thing but it hasn't always been that way and like we can decide how we live our lives and the things that we put our labors into and really think about is this satisfying me is this really providing me any value yeah dude the satisfying part is so key for sure you know we could go deeper into this but i think this is probably a pretty good place to to finish up i think i'll just suffice it to say is like the lord is able to fill you he's able to satisfy you he's able to to bless you you know, he's able to bring all the best parts to yourself to the light and burn away everything else. I think I said this in a previous Flex of Gold episode about how the Lord will 
like there's like the how from a foundation verse five or something that just says like i only design thy drop my uh i only design thy dross to consume and thy gold to refine so like it's a double process it's like we're bringing the gold making it shine brighter and this is kind of cool because it's the flux of gold haha <laughs> but we're also burning away stuff that is not useful and that goes along pretty well if james has thought like you got to take stuff out like i took out pokemon rumble world i've had promptings to take other stuff out and you follow those promptings and more promptings come and slowly it adds up it really does and it takes time and sometimes you got to make some tough decisions but like i think of some decisions that if we hadn't made them like letting go of the gaming YouTube channel that we did for a while, then flex gold probably wouldn't be a thing, you know? And I like flex gold a lot, a lot. Like it's helped me a ton, a ton, a ton. I've had prayers get answered in the moment. Cause I just like, am speaking and I'm like, Oh wait, there's my answer, you know? Yeah. And it's really wild. And it's like, as far as like long-term legacy, future children, et cetera, et cetera, this is obviously what needs to happen and everything else like led up to this. And, you know, I don't even know, dude, what in the world, like you could have future kids in episodes. I, I don't know how long, like this could go for a very long time, especially since yield today has been out for almost four years. Fuck gold hasn't even been out for a year yet. And it's over a hundred episodes. So that's that's a lot of content that's a lot of testimony it's a lot of everything so we'll just leave it at that the best is yet to come and uh and i think one thing is when you let go of those things god will fill in those empty places amen he'll fill you amen his his goal is to fill you with light truth and love right and uh yeah, so just continuing to trust that. And I think there's more we could say, but we'll let you get back to your day. And we're sending our prayers. We're sending our prayers out to you and, and your family. And just know that the Lord is our light in our wilderness. He's seeking to help you get closer to your promised land and just helping you to learn and grow. And I, I, I said this, I'll, I'll share this super quick because this came up in a conversation with a friend. He's like, you know what? I think it's beautiful how the Lord is bringing us to our promised land, but he also wants us to be a promised people. He doesn't want us to get to that promised land and not be like changed and not have like grown and developed through the, all that experience, all that struggle. So yeah, that that's the last thought we'll leave it on. And James, I think are you, you're pretty good. Do you have anything else you want to say? Well, I guess, I don't know. It just reminded me of the, the Israelites because they get there to the promised land and they're not that promised people yet. And they have to go out and wander quite a bit longer. And sometimes you got to do that. You got to wander and you got to really search out God and find him. Yeah. Cause I mean, it's not going to be easy. And so, you know, their fear was, you know, or their confidence was questioned and they're like, okay, those are giants and there's no way, there's no way. And so, Clearly, there's deep stuff that needed to happen. And it's not going to happen by cutting away at leaves. You know, there's like the quote that for every thousand cutting of leaves, there's one cutting at the root. If you can really cut at the root at some of these things, like that is what solves so many of these issues like pornography, drugs, alcohol, all this stuff. I mean, is when we can really get to the root and understand like, you know, the why of all this. And what the Lord is helping us to 
point towards, you know, it's like having joy, having a family or, you know, whatever you believe, you know, like he's, he's leading you towards that and anything that can take you off the path towards that. He obviously, you know, loves you no matter what. And he's, he's ready to help you on, lead you by the hand, give you answers to your prayers. Bam. Okay. Now we're done. Thank you so much for listening. And, uh, yeah, remember the, the flex of Goldie pickup today will shine for you today, tomorrow. You know, I think I really feel like there should be like some kind of testimony here at the end. So, you know, I, I bear my testimony that like God is so aware and that he is able to help you let go of things that maybe seem impossible to let go of. And then he's able to bring new people, new experiences, new light that would completely blow your mind. Just able to do that. And that as we follow in faith, like he's able to do that and mighty to do that. And he's able to help us to transform and become more than we ever could have thought we could have imagined. And a lot of that just comes from trusting him and letting go of things. And as we do that, and we let him be in the details, like letting go of music or whatever, whatever he wants you to let go of, slowly doing that and trusting him. That's going to help you to increase your pace, your spiritual momentum in life, and just hope you to have so much more joy. And I say that in the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Amen. I just want to bear my testimony that God is our friend. And as we reach out to him, that we will feel of his love. And his love is so powerful. It can help us and it can help so many people around us. And God has a plan for you. And just go forward with faith and God will direct you. But you got to be going forward. You got to be walking in order for God to direct your steps. And I know that God has revealed to us the gospel and prophets and the priesthood, his power here on this earth so that we can bless others and so that we can strengthen and edify one another. I say that in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. There you go. There you go. Good stuff. Well, remember the Flex of Gold you pick up today. And if something from this resonated, like we we obviously want this to reach more people so it can help more people because this is like this is like this is like preparing for Jesus coming again. Like this is the most important thing anybody like any of us could be doing, you know, is like helping to help each other grow online truth. So if this helped you in some way, just share this with a friend or bring it up in a Sunday school class or yeah, anything like that, that, that helps a lot. And yeah, just thank you so much. Remember the flex of gold you pick up today will shine for you today, tomorrow. And I, I, I just, I always have these thoughts at the end. Sometimes I, I just had Romans eight eighteen come to mind. So I'll say it for, I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory that shall be revealed in us. Not worthy. The Lord will show you it's not worthy you can trust him. It's not worthy of you. You are worthy of so much more, and he's so aware of you and loves you. So there we go. Remember the flex gold you pick up today will shine for you today, tomorrow, and forever.